listening to the Jisco Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt, from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jeskowitz from Rangbri. This is the podcast where we talk about bicycling for the fun of it. There's going to be tales from all over the nation. So come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. All right. Well, I'm smiling, Mark. Just came off a nice bike ride. Um, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Got a little 40 miler in. Just, you know, kind of, uh, it was kind of nice. I've had a couple of rides in so far the last, you know, you know, last week or so, and they were fun. So, so you live up in Ankeny. Yes. And uh, home in the High Trestle Trail. Yes. Um, Neil Smith Trail goes to the south, right? Uh, there's a couple of trails that you can go to the south. You can take the one to Bondurant down there and you, the oh, Chautauqua. Yeah, you got Bondurant. Also. Yep, yep. And then you can get, you can hook up with the Neil Smith uh, eventually. But, um, yeah, most people like the high trestle. It's uh, pretty much a stone's throw away from my house, so it's um, real convenient. And um, what was nice was it was kind of windy yesterday, so it it really you know wasn't that busy. So I got a good little uh, good little ride in, nice. which is which is always nice. And um, you know, it just no more snow on the trail, which was nice. It was first time snow free. Uh, just even uh-huh. just a couple of days ago, there was still snow on the trail, but no but no more snow or ice on the trail, which is nice. So your go to ride, High Trestle Trail. Um, normally, you know, how far do you, do you go to Madrid every time or, or no, do you just kind of pick and choose? I'll, it just depends on how long I have. Um, my go-to uh-huh. is usually the 50 mile to Woodward and back. Okay. Usually stop at, at the flat tire lounge on the way back and might have a beer with Tommy over there if, uh, feeling good. Um, uh-huh. but you know, on the way back, it's, um, you know, then, then I kind of make, pick and choose, you know, if I'm going to stop okay. at a few more places. Like uh, the other week, um, just last week, they were having the gents race over in the uh, Slater area. And so pulled uh-huh. in, pulled in, and I saw our friend, like, Scott Sumter was over there, and they were just getting done with the race, Jess Rundlet, uh, quite a few others that were just kind of, you know, just nosing around after the gents race. So it was nice. Yeah, lots of activity on the trail that day, but but yesterday when it's when it's kind of cold and you know not not quite sunny or or really nice out, there's not a whole lot of people out there. So which is sure. nice, you know. I like the I like the serenity and um, had to you know made sure uh, I went out after work, so make, making sure I've got lights on and um, you know d- definitely on the way back after a, a forty mile ride post work, it was. Make sure you're all lit up to make sure people can see you. Got it. Got it. Um, so Jennifer and I wanted to go on a weekend adventure this this weekend. We went over to East Moline, Illinois, which is one of the 17 or so quad cities. Sure. Sure. Um, yep. There's not just four. There's yeah. a lot of yeah. There's a lot of quad cities. Quad, it's a cool name, though, quad cities. So It is. It is. Anyhow, um, so we went over there. We got a hotel uh, in East Moline. Uh, which was a really cool hotel, brand new, um, and went to the uh, Rust Belt, which is a music band yeah. that's just getting going over there. And we were like, oh, we brought bikes, we're going to ride. And we go about a mile to the south, and the trail goes into the river. Oh. <laughs> it's uh, they got a lot of flooding over there still. Oh, um, yeah. So we turned around, went about 
three miles to the north back into the river. Uh. Anyhow, so uh, we tooled around. We found uh, found a bar to hang out in for a while. Had uh, had some food and a couple beers. Uh, no patio bars in that town at all that we could find. Mm. Um, so we were a little disappointed with that. Um, and uh, you're not painting back, a went, tourism picture of East Moline right now, Mark. Not, so. right, not at this moment. No, you know, I think any other time we would have been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that flood is just, uh, yeah, it's just not anything to mess with. So, yeah. so we, uh, we chalked it up as, is this is, this is what we get. Yep. Um, well, they said there's not a storm you can't out drink. I guess the same thing would be for a natural disaster. Right. If it's, right. Yeah. So, gotcha. Gotcha. So, the water will go so, down eventually. And um, I know it's wreaking havoc in a lot of places. So, uh, but yeah, eventually we're, they're going to get back to normal over there. And, uh, you know, they're kind of used to that around the Mississippi River uh, beds. So, we got done, decided to come back. And. Jennifer has this new uh, salsa journeyman bike, journey person, she likes to call it. Hmm. And uh, so it's gender neutral. And we're like, you know, you're about at the 100 mile mark. Why don't we go ahead and take that in to get serviced? Which is a good idea. Any of our listeners out there, you buy any bike 100 miles, go get it serviced. Um, So we dropped it off. Okay, no problem. Well, it's still nice out. Let's go ride. (laughs) And uh, so she's like, well, I'm going to take my fat bike. And I'm like, okay. And then we're in the midst of pumping up the tire at her fat bike. And I'm trying to get that, that little brass thing on the end of the, mm-hmm. uh, the Presta valve open and just completely pulled out the valve stem. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. That's, that's way bad. So a flat tire, we didn't want to take the time to change it. Uh, so she gets on her commuter. Um, if everybody's keeping count, this is, this is bike number three this sure. weekend. Yeah. Uh, we get on our commuter, um, which is a, an Electra townie. So cool. it's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's an Amsterdam looking bike, straight upright, um, heavy six or seven, oh, eight speed bike. It's a good tailgate bike. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's great for her. Um, she got it for her birthday several years ago and it's, it's just held up super duper well, but it is not a fast bike. No, <laughs> it is, it, it is not a hill trainer. It is <laughs> not, uh, not a training sort of bike. So, you know, we decided all things considered, we rode down to, to Big Grove, uh, brewery in Iowa city and just, uh, hung out there, called it a day and met a bunch of bicyclists we knew and rode back home. So. That was our extent of biking for the weekend. So we we're a little disappointed that we got skunked hmm. a couple times, but you know, that happens. So no, no it, big grovish kind of places in East Moline is what you're saying. No, no, um, not yet. Not I yet. think, uh, I think there's something to be desired there, but it's just not, uh, not on the cards yeah. yet. Um, I, I know there's plans in this, this Rust Belt facility to uh, uh, to add some sort of brewery and some sort of uh, hmm. installation like that. So there's potential. So who'd you, who'd you see over at the Rust Belt? Uh, bon Iver. Bon Iver. Um, if you're, hmm. if you're sure. Yeah, bon Iver. Um, Not really Bon Iver, right? <laughs> Not- well, you could call it Bon Iver. <laughs> but um, that's the, the nice French pronunciation. Bon Iver. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, great show. 
This yeah. is an amazing facility. If anybody has the chance to uh, uh, to get over there, um, and tomorrow, just it's just because I'm talking about music and stuff we're doing. Uh, tomorrow we're going to see squirrel nut zippers at Codfish Hollow. Very cool. Um, so anybody's got a chance, go out to Codfish Hollow. Uh, it's not a bike. Well, if you're a gravel rider, it'd be a great mm-hmm. biking destination. It's super dusty though. Um, yeah, it's out in the middle of the woods uh, near Makokota uh, on a gravel road about four miles deep. Uh, but it's a yeah. it's a great show venue. Cool, so. iconic venue. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah, Very cool. Well, I know some of our Ragbride towns are going to start announcing some really cool bands in the near future. Ooh. So, kind of stay tuned next week. I think we're going to have a uh, announcement or two. Maybe we'll talk about it on the on the podcast next week. But um, you know, a couple of national bands that'll be announced, and um, you know, some other really awesome bands. So, uh, this this lineup right now is shaping up to be really special. Really, really cool lineup. So, well, yeah. well more to come. More to come on that a little. Little teaser, yep. It won't be nice. it won't be a bonnevere, but but it'll be it'll be good bins. Yep. Has has anybody announced yet? Do you have yeah. anything? Yeah, we got a couple. Uh, we got you know hairball so hairballs over oh. in Atlantic, uh, fan favorite. Oh, nice. nice. Um, the pork tornadoes or pork teas are playing over in Centerville. Um, nice. Those, those two have been announced already, and so uh, those those two right out of the gates. Um, at this point, those are the only two that have been publicly announced. So, okay. so stay tuned. But those are two powerhouses, you know, no doubt. They're um, got real good following, uh, real good ragbri cred. You know, kind of ragbri cred means like it doesn't matter if you're tired, you're get get your ass out of the tent and let's get down to the, go go check them out. You know, kind of kind of. Uh, Ragbrai cred, so, so we like bands cool. with ragbrai cred, yeah, yeah, so cool. So musically, lots of stuff going on in your your calendar, and uh, hard to bike to, but but it's okay. Sometimes it's you can have some fun off the bike too. So, but uh, cool. nice nice transition there, going to the Big Grove. Gotta gotta like that. We're uh, we're at, we're gonna be over <laughs> there for for that bike ride in June called the Big Grove. So we're we're looking yes. forward to that one. And um, are they prepared for for lots of cyclists at that place? I, I, you know, they're naturally prepared for that. Uh, I don't think we're going to have any problem fitting in there with, you know, a couple thousand cyclists. I, I think it's going to be a great time. So, um, yeah, now we're we're working on all the nuts and bolts of of hosting a bike ride. That's the next big tough part to this. I mean, we're ordering kibos and and. Uh, food catering and things like that. That's uh, that's the big stuff going on in our world right now. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, we're just plan- plugging away. I mean, this is the, the planning season. Um, you know, next thing you know, and I think we're almost, um, when you listen to this podcast, some people might be saying it's 100 days to rag, Bri. I mean, if that doesn't scare <laughs> people. <laughs> you think about that. I'm not ready. I'm yeah. not ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It doesn't matter if you're ready. It will come and, and take yeah. you. So, um, there, yeah, you don't have a choice. It's coming. Ragbrai is coming. So, well, cool. What else going on in the world there? Mark, you spend any time uh, legislatively or uh, other things going on in your your, your uh, bike coalition world? Yeah, we launched a, a uh, action alert this week to try to encourage people to email their legislators to protect trail fundings formulas okay um you know i asked everybody to speak up on this and and i can't 
stress this enough. Um, how much is at risk here? Uh, don't don't ever take uh, don't ever take this for granted. This is the difference between zero miles of trail a year and forty five miles of trail a year. Um, Substantial. This, uh, yeah, it's a game changer, and and you know we're we're funded for about three miles of trail a year currently. So um, this is this is just a, a 15x game changer. So, um, but it doesn't happen if people don't speak up. Uh, John Burke uh, from Trek Bicycle said this a lot. Um, the laws are made um, for the people by the people that show up. Yep. And and that's that's really true. If you don't speak up, it doesn't happen because there are other people in line to speak up now. So uh, I encourage people to go to our, our Facebook page, to our website, uh, check out our action alerts and take action. I think it's going to be really important. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, do it. Very cool. That's, Very all cool. right. That's my soapbox. Yeah. Uh, nope. No, it's good. You know what? Hey, you know who I talked to for this week's podcast? Good, good friend of ours, Wes Ericke huh? from the oh, nice. from the Iowa Gaming Association. And uh, when I say gaming, it's not like Donkey Kong or Pac Man. You know, it's uh, <laughs> casino gambling. And um, you know, um, you know, we've got an amazing. Uh, amazing array of, of casinos here in our state and um you know kind of spread out and it adds to that tourism value of our state um ragbri has gone through quite a few of them they've they've been very helpful with a lot of ragbri efforts in the towns that that do have a casino so but um if you don't know wes is quite the accomplished cyclist and uh, he mm-hmm. talks about some of the goals of, of you know, having a goal of 50,000 miles in, in 20 years. I mean, things like that are just, um, you know, what it, just an incredible accomplishment. And here, here's a guy that had a pretty much sed, sedentary lifestyle before he discovered the bike. And it's just a testament at 50 years old. He just said, hey, it's time to start, you know, getting on the bike. And now he's knocking off you know at least 2500 miles a year on that bike so um real cool real cool conversation with our friend wes nice yeah nice well let's uh let's hear what he's got to say i'm kind of anxious to hear his story all right let's get to it all right this is tj with the jessica bike podcast and my guest today is wes ericky how you doing today, Wes? Fabulous, thank you. I'm going to give you a little background on Wes. I've known him, oh, at least a decade or so. I've met him at the Iowa Tourism Conference. Uh, as his job entails, he works with the Iowa Gaming Association. But I also see Wes on the bicycle. And usually when our two worlds collide like that, I, I get to know someone because uh, I, I think we've got a lot of interest in place. And so when I say the Iowa Gaming uh, Association, we're not talking Donkey Kong or Pac-Man or anything like that. We're talking, obviously, the, the casinos of Iowa is big business in our state. Um, Bragbright comes across many of them uh, throughout the year, but uh, it's also a big driver of the tourism industry. And so so I thought, Wes, um, a, a little background on Wes to, to, to start off, but Wes is also 
a very accomplished cyclist. And that's really the reason why we have Wes. We don't want to talk gaming with Wes today. I'm sure he talks gaming all, all his life, but he probably doesn't get to talk cycling enough. So, so how are you doing today, Wes? Oh, very good. Thanks for the opportunity to be here with you, TJ. Well, Appreciate that. Well, good. Well, first of all, let's let's find out how how did you get into cycling? I mean, let's take take back. I mean, when did you really start saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm I'm not going to do any more running, or I'm not going to you know start. I'm going to stop playing tennis." When when did you say, "Hey, you know what? I think I'm going to become a cyclist." Yeah, about 13 years ago, actually, when I turned 50, it was kind of the halftime of my life, and I'm kind of one of those uh, revelations to think, uh, "Well, I live to be a hundred and." Frankly, I wasn't probably in the best shape, uh, working too much and not exercising enough and couldn't really run anymore. Uh, the hips and ankles were not uh, for that. And so uh, I had an epiphany that night. I put a, I posted on, on the bathroom mirror to ride 20,000 miles in 10 years. Not quite sure how that came about, but uh, so I put that up on the mirror and uh, thought, okay, now I have to go out and, you know, I had my old bike, about a 30-year-old bike, heavy old thing that, uh, and uh, no uh, no bike, biking gear that we, like we soon uh, became, but uh, so started just going out. The first ride was 15 miles. I recorded that, and I've recorded uh, every mile since uh, that time, but uh but uh, so I started training f- for that Ragbri that year, and I hadn't been on Ragbri for many years, just a few days way back. And so I thought I, I was going to get myself in enough shape to do that. And so I rode 1,200 miles that year, including the entire Ragbri. Wow. And so, uh, but then the next year I did like 1,800 miles. Uh, but so if you kind of do the math on my uh, 20,000 miles in 10 years, I have to do 2,000 miles a year, and I've. I uh, was Little not, not, not going to catch up, but but also realizing looking around on that rag bride that I was very antiquated. I was like a relic out there with my old bike and uh, no uh, no bike uh, uh, you know shorts or anything like that or bike jersey. So it really became a, a, a not only a revelation uh, just to what this biking community was about by being on that rag bride that year and just meeting so many people and and uh, getting to know about the trails around the central Iowa, which are extraordinary. That uh, really took it to heart then and started uh, getting into more uh, miles uh, and, and, quite frankly, then also looking at uh, other opportunities beyond just uh, riding around the trails like the Triple Bypass Bike Ride in Colorado. Wow. So did that, uh, did two complete ones and did uh, two that were uh, uh, two-thirds of that. Uh, so I've been over Loveland Pass about seven times and Vail Pass uh, about the same amount and did the uh, Mount Evans uh, ride up to the 14,300. 30 feet, the highest paved highway in North America, plus the hilly, horribly hilly hundreds. So just became an opportunity to sort of challenge myself on further rides. And so as I sit here today, uh, I I was able to make that 20,000 miles. So now a new goal is on the bathroom mirror to ride 50,000 miles in 20 years. Wow. And so I'm about 33,000 miles into that at 13 years. And uh, also a crazy goal to try to do 100 century rides, 100, 100 mile rides. And so sitting in about 64 of those. So we'll see what happens. if wow. So it just became that opportunity to challenge yourself. But when you put on the miles, you're meeting a lot of great people and also getting in a lot better shape uh, as well. And hopefully the body will continue to be kind to me to continue riding for several more years. So I would I would say the bicycles definitely changed your life. I mean, that, that goes without saying. Uh, uh, no doubt. I mean, it truly was just a life-changing 
uh, uh, you know, revelation, epiphany, I guess I would call it that mm-hmm. night. I still to this day don't quite understand why that yeah. came to my mind, but it did. And I'm so grateful that it did because of meeting people like yourself and so many others that are in the bike community that are uh, really, sure. really uh, beneficial to know. Well, we hear all the time people say, you know, as far as a lifestyle change, you know, they uh, came on this show and they, they talked about, hey, losing 100 pounds on, um, you know, through the bicycle or uh, they met their spouse on, on a bicycle or they met their best friend on a bicycle. So, I mean, there's so many different avenues that, that the bicycle can change can change your lifestyle and change, change your life, to be honest with you. And obviously, if you're shooting for a goal of 20,000 miles on the bike, that's going to be spending a lot of time on the bicycle. So you must truly enjoy time in that saddle. I, you know, you, I come to really uh, appreciate, you know, just getting out like on an early morning uh, at sunrise and, you know, stopping to take pictures of sunrises, sunsets, moonrises, uh, hearing the voice of nature mm-hmm. uh, and the seasons that we have. Uh, just some days are as calm and beautiful, you know, birds chirping and the like, and some days are 20 mile an hour winds and knowing when to have to either go with it for a while or into sure. it, but embracing that. And also weather changes from, uh, you know, getting the kind of accessories that you can ride in 30 mile, uh, I'm sorry, 30 degree temps sure. uh, or in warmer weather. So you, you just, it really did at the time with that, when I was uh, turning 50, I was about 30 pounds uh, heavier than I wanted to be. So you, you know, lost that weight and just got myself in a better shape. But uh, just a total lifestyle change to really get outside and appreciate not only in central Iowa, but around the, the country and, and, and riding in some spectacular places and seeing it from a, a bicycle seat. Uh, you, you really do slow down a little bit more to really appreciate what's around you. Sure. And I would imagine your your job probably comes with a little bit of stress every once in a while when you're when you're CEO of a of a major corporation here in the state. And I would imagine you know getting out with the birds and nature and you know just being uh, in that zone probably doesn't hurt you as far as stress reduction either. It very much uh, helped uh, and has helped and continues to. Yeah, it, it's it's a way to to, to relieve stress and. And also, when you're riding along, you meet people, and just you know. So, what I, I always try to just ask, kind of, what's your story? What, what you know? Mm-hmm. How'd you get into biking? If, it, if there's enough opportunity, sometimes you're riding next to people, and some really amazing and, yeah. and great stories, you, and meeting people that may not see some of these uh, people hardly ever again. Sometimes you run into them again on the trail or at a at a uh, at a libation stop, and and so it it and just it's amazing how we are connected in a lot of ways, and so that is a, a great stress reliever as well, just to to meet and. And be a part of that uh, process out out in the in the nature. I think you might agree that in our state, I, I think we take cycling much more social. I mean, you've been to other locations and have, have ridden all you know pretty much. You, you're mentioning a few of those different lo- locations, but people, I think, in Iowa tend to slow down. They have those conversations with people. You get to meet people as you're riding along. They stop for you know, a beverage or, or an ice cream cone or whatever. So do you notice that, that people look at cycling a little bit different here in your, in your home state than say a Colorado or a California or any of those other places? Well, Iowa by nature or Iowans by nature, I think are more friendly and hospitable. I think we're known for that. And then, uh, those, uh, Iowans or wherever they come from when they're here at, on a bike or being around that biking community, uh, takes that up times ten. I mean, there's just a, it's just such a, uh, very much a social, friendly uh, community that, you know, it, by the common thread that we have, that we're in, 
in spandex and, and a <laughs> bike jersey and in the bikes you you'll talk about the their particular uh their bike and what they like about it or not or just what they're you know what they're doing and, sure. and so just uh spontaneous conversations that evolve and, and and the friendliness is is something that i've really come to appreciate and uh it's so true i believe here in iowa that we are have some of the best and friendliest uh bikers around yeah now, um, you do a lot of miles on your own as well, uh, but you also have a core group of people you like to go out with? Yeah, we try to get a, a, a group, uh, especially on Saturday mornings, I try to organize, since I'm going to be heading out, uh, that uh, Redfield, uh, has the American Legion has a breakfast on uh, Saturday sure. mornings, sort of an all-you-can-eat uh, breakfast. It's kind of a slice of Americana, a lot of the farmers and and uh, people from around the area, plus uh, cyclists, uh, will uh, will gather there. So try to get a, a you know a few people to go. Sometimes it's four, sometimes it might be uh, fourteen. But uh, it's it, that's kind of a good place to start with that Raccoon River Valley Trail. Sure. Then to, if I'm going to do more miles, to head it out out from there, or come back and then head down onto one of the other trails we have. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, oftentimes, uh, if you're going to go out, if nobody's around, just, uh, go out and enjoy the, go out and enjoy the trail and the solitude and the, and, the, and time for a little bit of reflection and that might come up with, with that. Okay. So this year so far, it's been a kind of a trying winter, a wet spring, if you will. The, some of the roads have been washed out. Some of the trails have been, you know, kind of snow covered. How many miles do you have on your bike this year? Yeah, so far only uh, about a couple hundred. You know, for that <laughs> only a couple hundred. Yeah, but, okay. but, but uh, and that's because these uh, every Saturday it seems like it's either uh, you know ice, snow, you know rain, something. But uh, in fact, a couple of weeks ago when they finally cleared the trail at going out west, uh, they there's snow. I had some uh, pictures that you know the snow probably about two feet on the side, but they they plowed the trail. Sure. So and 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 it's only about fifty degrees, but so many people are out. They're ready for that to happen. Happen, you know, wow. so it so that was a nice uh, welcome welcome opportunity. And then the, and last Saturday with the nicer weather, was able to get eighty miles in. So that was a nice uh, wow. nice ride. It's it's amazing how packed those trails get when we finally have that breakthrough, that eighty degree day. I mean, we've been just about every day has been under fifty degrees in our in our entire year. So when we finally get that breakthrough year, it just seemed like. Every single person in our state was out on the road that ha- that had any inkling at all, like we will be biking today. So I don't know if you saw just how many people were out and about on Saturday, but it was it was a beautiful thing. It was packed. I mean, the, you know, the trailheads uh, were all packed, and that's just a very rewarding um, you know thing to see as well. And and especially just what our our, our community ar- around this metro area is remarkable. Because uh, I went out west first, and then went down through Waterworks and out that way to kind of uh, get those miles, kind of taking some different paths. But the paths that we have, plus the trailheads and and places to set up for people to uh, uh, get out, and the fact that they were packed, like you say. Um, but that's just I, I just think that every year there's just that many more people that are uh, taking up cycling because mm-hmm. it, it it appears that you know that uh, and and the, the infrastructure that we're putting in place around this metro area is probably the best in the country yeah. I mean, you know to have that many miles of it is trail. amazing i mean for you know a lot of us dub dub iowa as flyover country but i i will stack up our flyover trail system with anyone in the in the country i mean what we're able to put together i mean to have loops like the 70 plus mile wrecking you know river valley trail or you know the cedar valley i mean all these all these really neat trail systems are just an absolute gem for our state 
Totally agree. And in fact, that's one of my goals this year is part of those miles. I want to get it out to some of those other uh, trails that uh, are around the state and, and ride those just to, you know, kind of don't, it's, I mean, kind of the core here in the metro area, but you hear so much about some of those other ones you mentioned and mm. uh, want to go discover those as well. And I've seen you personally at a, events like Grand Gable in the past where, you know, those were some century rides. What are other uh, fun rides have you discovered in the state of Iowa? Well, there's that uh, there's that Grand Fondo. Uh, I believe that's at Cedar Falls. That's mm-hmm. uh, a ride. The, I'm kind of excited about the one that's coming up. Uh, well, I've done Tom Rob a couple of years. That's sure. uh, over there, tour of the Mississippi River Valley. Um, although when the winds uh, last uh, it was like maybe two years ago, when the winds were like 25 mile an hour coming out of the uh, the south that second day, uh, I had to get. Uh, Probably the first time I uh, did, didn't ride that second day. I just okay. said that, yeah, but, but it's that kind of a thing where the sure. challenge of those kind of rides are, are, are great. Uh, I'm looking forward to the big uh, Rove uh, ride that you're uh, organizing. Okay. I think that's going to be a, a fun one as well. Yeah, and I, I think there's that balance. I mean, obviously, Big Rove is a, a more social, mm-hmm. fun ride, but you know, you look at the people that do these rides. I mean, they're accomplished cyclists as well as people that that you know, go have, have a good time. I mean, part of, you know, this is your Saturday, this is your Sunday. So, you know, if you can get a, a 40, 50 mile bike ride in, you know, stop and have a, a beer with friends, nothing wrong with that. You're, you're taking enough calories out of your body anyway. So I think you can enjoy a piece of pie or, or a cold beer and, uh, you know, keep getting back on the bike and then taking it back out of your body. Absolutely. I think yeah. you, you burn off the, uh, burn off the calories and put more in. Yeah. Yes. So you said you did, uh, I think, triple bypass over in, in Colorado. Um, other events that you feel that that you've done or are on your bucket list for later in uh, that you'd like to check off? Yeah, one that's coming up this uh, this fall that I plan to do is if I got said right, the big country burn uh, bourbon oh, burn bourbon, ride, bourbon country burn, down, sure, yeah, down in, in Lexington. I've heard uh, from uh, some people that went and said that. You know, uh, that they said it was just a fabulous ride and well-organized. If you, t- you could do one or to three days, we do all three days. It's probably about close to 300 miles. There's a 100-mile sure. day, and there's an 80-mile day. and a, But uh, you get to uh, visit all these uh, distilleries, but just uh, the rolling hills around Lexington, a beautiful uh, country. So I'm going to plan to uh, head there this uh, this fall and, and, and do yeah. that. They're, they're good good folks. We've had, uh, I think, Austin and Molly have, have always come to our conference that we've been talking about cycling but they also come to the iowa bike expo in the winter and um they've been on ragbri before promoting and you know no no were um no surprise that there's a lot of iowans on that ride i don't i don't know what it is about the social side of cycling but it seems like a, a disproportionate amount of iowans show up on those rides so it's a good thing between a few people that I know that rode it last year and them being at the bike expo and seeing it there, I thought this is all good karma that uh, I'm being called to go there. So I will. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta have those fun style. I remember talking to you um, just before winter, and I think you were heading down to Florida, uh, which is my my uh, state. I spent my early uh, development years down there. What you think of cycling down in Florida compared to Iowa? Yeah, I've uh, actually done it a couple of times, but this past year, you right there between uh, Christmas and New Year's, was uh, down around the Orlando area, and 
you know, you know, first of all, being able to be out when it's like 70 degrees yeah. and at the end of the December was fabulous, you know, and I thought, now I understand why, why uh, people from Iowa go down there and the snowbirds and the like, but, uh, um, you know, I think they're starting to develop some pretty good trails. Uh, the, the, the year prior was down around the Clearwater area and they've got a pretty good trail system. Uh, it sure. runs kind of uh, parallel with the Clearwater beach for, for many miles. It's, it's inland and kind of comes out close to the beach. So I really had a lot of fun with that. Um, sometimes when you rent a bike, you, you, you get a different bike to use and experience, uh, which is kind of nice too, to test out uh, some different bikes. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I definitely, that's part of my plan, uh, later this year to get back there again and, and, uh, do some more riding. So I was able to probably get about, I suppose, uh, about 65 miles in on that, uh, during that week. Um, so. I mean, that was 65 miles that would be pretty difficult to get around here when it's uh, about uh, 10 degrees and snow on the ground. Very good. Do you try not to ride when there is stuff on the ground, snow, ice? I mean, it seems like you're a little bit more of road than, than off-road. Yeah, I haven't uh, embraced the, uh, the, uh, the, like the, the, the gravel uh, bikes or the fat tires. I've tried them. Um, you know, they, I can see why people have fun on them, but just... Uh, it's, I, I'm just going to stay with the road bike, and but I've certainly experienced ice and snow on the trails when it gets to late November, December, trying to work through parts that you know, kind of portage or whatever. Mm-hmm. The one year when I made it a goal, I was going to ride a minimum of 25 miles every month of the year, which required being out on a road sure. bike in some of that. I wouldn't recommend being on a road bike in some <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's a little uh, sure. a little dicier. You know? Be careful on your epiphanies, or less. <laughs> That's so. right, exactly. Yeah. So, but. Uh, but but you know you know some of those goals you you try to do just to you know just to to try to see if that's something for me to you know to get more into the um in, but but anyway it's been it's but yeah I just try to I'll, I'll go probably the lowest now the temps generally when it's probably about thirty five forty and then hundred plus you know, yeah so get have fun out there yeah. too that's right. I did come across something uh, in my research on you that you were named one of the fittest CEOs in the state of Iowa. Uh-oh. So tell me about that. Yeah, the business record uh, a few years ago had a, uh, you know, I guess, a competition you know, for those over 50 that, to be the fittest uh, CEO. And so it's an opportunity to, um, you know, uh, you, you go in and you have to you know, do as many uh, crunches you can do in a minute and and step up and down and you know what your heart rate is and I think okay. push-ups and the number of push-ups you can do without stopping just a variety of uh, tests if you will uh, for that and and I guess I was fortunate to to win it a couple times and be runner-up a couple times <laughs> during that time so that was that was kind of good to but but being a part of that though going back to being getting myself in shape because the, with the with putting that bike challenge up yep. and that all kind of just tied in with uh, that coming together getting losing some pounds getting into better shape and then along comes this competition to take that to the next level so sure. it, it all uh, tied in very well and there wasn't a bike competition no. in that <laughs> crunches and uh, all kinds of different things. Oh, neat. Well, very, I, I don't well, think I probably would have. Uh, there's, I, I, I'm not all that fast. I'm probably just a, an average, probably a 16 to 17 mile per hour rider. And so many people that I do sure. ride with, they're, they're, you know, considerably faster. But yeah, you know, but uh, I just you know, respect that. I can sometimes keep up with them. Otherwise, I'll just see them at the next stop. But, but, uh, but so I, any kind of a bike uh, competition like that, I know I wouldn't have uh, fared as well. Gotcha. And being the for the the in a fittest thing with that was a category. 
So have you brought a few others into the fold as far as in the cycling? I'm, I'm sure when they when they pick up the business record or other publications and they, they talk to you about, you know, how, how did you get to um, that, le- that fitness level and you bring up the bicycle, have you brought a few people into that, that community of cyclists? Indeed. Uh, just, uh, you know, and you, it, it, just as people talk about, you know, I can't run much anymore. I said, well, have you th- thought about, uh, you know, cycling or just uh, some people that maybe had hybrid bikes? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't like what I had. My old bike, I mean, it was, uh, you know, this, uh, s- I think it was a specialized thing, like, a, you know, it was a heavy metal, you know, mm-hmm. it was an old relic of a bike. But, uh, and so some people that had uh, hybrids, they said, have you ever thought about like a road bike? And I think you're going to really find it to be more enjoyable. You can uh, just, and, and so uh, encourage them to get to the, the bike shops and get fitted. And once they do, it's like a, it's like an epiphany for them to realize, oh my goodness, how much more fun it is and how much many more miles they're doing where they're going, maybe just doing one case is probably just a couple hundred miles. And now they're doing over 2000 miles a year. Sure. They've done RAGBRAI every year. And you're just saying, so now if you're going to do that, now you have to think about RAGBRAI. You got to think about these kinds of rides that are out there, the pigtails uh, for some of the women uh, or, and some of these others that, uh, you know, just depending on what you, how you want to stretch yourself. Sure. So indeed, uh, it's been, it's been uh, rewarding to see, uh, some uh, some friends uh, take on this uh, this pastime and really make it a part of their passion as well. Very cool, very cool. Well, I would assume if you got that many miles, you probably visit a bike shop or two along the way, and you probably get to know the mechanics over there pretty well. Who's your shop here in town that you typically go to? Yeah, a couple of really bike world is kind of where I started. Uh, you know, it got most of my uh, my bike and my accessories, but also uh, Jerry Deboy down at the Big sure. Cock Bike Shop has been uh, very helpful, and uh, he's got uh, some engineering talent on some needs that I've had, so I've been. Uh, going to him as well. So I really appreciate what he well, can good. do. Well, good. Mixing it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all g- good folks there. I mean, obviously, you want to keep your bike in, in fine shape. Um, you're putting enough miles on there. I'm, I'm sure you're pretty handy as well as fixing the minor things that might be happening with your bike along the way. Probably should be more mechanical. And <laughs> 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 it wasn't necessarily good. I can you know, do certainly. But uh, it's, yeah, when you, when you have people that really know a bike and can really, uh, I, I rely upon them probably more than my own uh, handiness. So you talked a little bit about Ragbri in your early years. You keep coming back to these rides because all of a sudden you can knock off 500 miles that that week towards your towards your goal. Um, how do you do Ragbri with the team by yourself with family? How do you how do you do Ragbri? Yeah, we've, for the last several years we've had a team that uh, kind of from people from around Iowa that. Uh, uh, we try to stay in houses instead of the tenting, which sure. is uh, having some air conditioning and an air mattress and a, and a shower at the end of the day is uh, always uh, rewarding. But, uh, uh, you know, some days I usually try to do the sentry ride, the, the Karis Loop, uh, and that day probably more uh, riding more seriously. But mm-hmm. oftentimes uh, it's, uh, it's you just, you're just out there to spend the day. Uh, and, you know, if you find and discover a community or uh, – you know, a particular bar that's got a great music in it, and you know, you, you spend a longer time and just make a day out of it. And so, uh, never, never an agenda at the beginning. We know we're going to head out probably around seven o'clock and find breakfast somewhere and and come in in time uh, before mm-hmm. nightfall. Yeah, you know, so very cool. And some some of the people you probably work with on a normal basis at your work up at the Capitol or in your business dealings probably run into them on a bicycle on Ragbri once or twice, wouldn't you? Yeah, you do. And that's kind of the, the neat <laughs> about it that you didn't even know, hey, I didn't know you were going, to go, going out. We hadn't talked about it, but there they are in some, yeah. uh, you know, a rest stop and just catching up. And, 
you know, and just find out about what their, uh, you know, kind of what their story is. And that's, that is the, the most amazing thing about the stops, uh, just meeting people from all over the world. Uh, you know, uh, you know, rode with a guy from New Zealand, and I said, you, you loaded up your bike and came here for RAGPRI? Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, indeed I did. And I said, so, so how, has it been worth it? And he said, oh, immensely so. You know, and so that uh, a family from Holland that, that I think they're on their second or third time coming back, and people from Italy, but people just from other states. And just uh, the, that is the most rewarding thing about RAGPRI, not only running to people I know, but mm-hmm. the people I don't know, but becoming friends with them, maybe if it's only for 10, 15 minutes, or sometimes you'll see them maybe a couple of days later. And sort of the irony that you're, you know, some people you don't see, you're wanting to try to find, but then there's others that you'll run into a few times. And so how, how is your experience now? And, 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 I, and I've encouraged uh, people from other states, have friends and association colleagues that I know they're cyclists to come, and some of them have. And like last year, another, uh, he brought his family and just, you know, thought the world of it. So, you know, that's Good. try to be an ambassador for uh, not only for your rag bribe, uh-huh. but also for, well, keep for, it up. for the site. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely worthwhile. You've got one of the best uh, best uh, rides in the world. Oh, good. Um, tracking your miles. I mean, obviously, in 13 years, the technology's gotten a little different. You've probably burned through a few bike computers over, over the time. How do you, how are you tracking this or logging? I mean, you went for this $10,000 or 10,000 mile goal and now a 20,000 mile goal. Mm-hmm. Is there a big board in your, in your basement or is there, you know, how, how are you tracking all these things? Still, uh, pretty basic. When I started out that first day, I had a, a piece of notebook paper that I put up inside the kitchen cabinet week one. You know, and yep. I put the the, Old school. the, 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 right. the day and uh, and how many miles, and I'd highlight the miles and the slash, and then for that week, and then the total at the at the at the far right, and so then the, each week the, the the miles and any centuries I box in, and and so I've done that for now for 13 years, and at the uh, end of each year I total that up, and I take it to the top of the next one, and the total from the previous years, and keeping a little th- uh, thing for all the centuries and mm-hmm. when they were and how many a year. And so, yeah, it's very much old school on the paper. I always think I'm going to put it into a spreadsheet, but I'm thinking this seems to work because uh-huh. then I could like look back uh, last year and the year before. Sometimes when the, when the, when the, what's cooperative, you can get out earlier in February or March, but like last year sure. was not so good. This one is not the best, but then you start making up for miles uh, sure. when you can. Any desire to ride across the country or anything along those lines? Yeah, certainly that's been one of the uh, out there uh, goals. Uh, you know, I have to have about 30 days plus to, to do that. The Ride Across America, I did look into that, uh, but they require you to be able to average 18 miles an hour mm. a day. And so, as I said earlier, <laughs> my, my average generally is about 16 to 17. Now, I can go 18, but not all day as an average. So that, you're talking to 20 yeah. plus riders, and I'm just not in that league. And they said, well, you're probably not going to be, uh, you know, part because, because you're basically doing a, a century ride plus every day, which I could do. But I said, what, what, why does it matter if I just get there an hour or two after everyone else does? But they didn't, that's, that's what they didn't like their answer. Criteria, <laughs> okay. No, but, but so the idea though, to have, um, you know, some friends that have talked about doing it, get a, rent an RV and somebody driving it and figuring out either stay in the RV or stay in, in places along the way and uh, try to make that happen. That's still on the visual board, but we'll okay. have to see if it, it can happen, but it'd be, a, it'd be a, a fun thing to do. 
So for the 20,000, are you pretty much on schedule at this point? Actually, the 20,000 I, I completed, uh, in, that was 20,000 20, in, in, in 10 years. In 10 so I years. did that. I actually did it in year nine. And then and, the 50,000 in? 50,000 in 20 years. I'm in a year, coming into year 14, I'm at about 33,000. So I have to do about 2,500 miles for the next uh Next okay. uh, seven years, and I, I can make it. So that's like doable. doable. Okay. And right. hopefully as a part of that, if I can uh, continue, I've been averaging 10 to 11 century rides as a part of that. So I've been getting up to uh, you know, close to 3,000 miles uh, the last couple of years. So uh, if I can at least exceed 2,500, and it's, it's doable. Okay. If the health holds out. And, and, uh, and that's what I was going to ask you. You've been pretty blessed to have good health along the way, not too many bike injuries or anything along those lines. No, yeah. It, it, if you're going to put that many miles, you're inevitably going to put your bike down a couple of times, and then a lot of it, it's just you know sometimes it's a 15 mile an hour on a little bit of a squishy uh, mud that you're down before you know you're down, and lead with your knee, your hip, your elbow, and your shoulder, and yep. you know, scrape it up and learn how to fall. Yep. Get, get a new helmet because it got cracked, and up you go again. But uh, so I've, I've had a, f- a few of those, but yeah, I've been very blessed, uh, and I think by the fact that I, I indicated earlier that my ankle and knees uh, for running is not uh, doable, but for something like this, it uh, I think it's better on the on the joints and sure. And so I'm hopeful that it'll continue to be. Oh, good. Well, we we always ask our guest uh, kind of a closing question, and so we always ask. Obviously, Ragbri is known for their pie, and you have already mentioned that you know if you're out there riding, you're you're making sure you've put some good food in your body. So, hmm. what's your go-to piece of pie on Ragbri? Oh, it. Uh, It'd be a, a berry, a kind of a mixed berry that uh, the uh, um, it used to be with that Kathy's had it was out there sure. with Kathy's. I don't I haven't seen her of, of late, but also the uh, I believe the Amish uh, with their pie making. You watch them being made fresh right in front of you, and then uh, putting one of those out is a pretty yeah. amazing pie. So, is there any place that you you will go out of your way to ride to to get that particular meal? Is there a ride like I got to go to this? 40 miles away to get this tenderloin or anything along those lines that man I've, I've done this really cool ride to get to that food prize now that's an interesting question i don't know if i really have uh, done that uh, but certainly the i always have a tenderloin as you mentioned on, yep. on rag bry as well because you know, one of the the vendors is there uh, at one of the places so uh I, I don't know if i go 40 miles out of my way to get it but i'll certainly uh, when yep. it's right there and presenting itself i'll definitely stop to have one good and that breakfast in redfield that you mentioned that that legion breakfast that's kind of legendary i mean those are those are uh rewarding yourself for for a good ride and bacon ride goes right through redfield so um a lot of familiar places. I think you probably got a few century rides out of off Bakun. I'm I'm guessing along the way. Uh, the um, last uh, how many years you've done this now? Five years, this is six uh, six years, yeah. and I've uh, got a century ride every year. There so you we, go. We go out uh, early. We uh, head out at like at six and head out on the trail, whatever way it's going, go the opposite way to go out and then come back and get back to to Waukee and join the route and have that uh, twenty plus miles uh, done to, 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 to get the 82 for my house. It's 82 to, to get out and back and around the loop. So, yeah, it is perfect. And so applause and thank you on uh, organizing sure. such a great ride, uh, kind of a mini one-day rag by uh, day that's uh, certainly a lot of fun and, and a way to get 100 miles in as well. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Wes. I know you've got a, a busy schedule. Um, obviously, when it when it gets nice out, you're out on the road a lot more. We hope to see you at some of those events. 
I think you do most of the ones in the Ragbri training series. Sounds like you're going to do Big Rove and you've done Baycoon and we'll see you on Ragbri for sure. Um, but it's good that you're you're getting out and seeing some of those other neat events. I mean, obviously with Bourbon Bourbon Country on on the horizon, or you know, you've done the triple bypasses. So let us know how those other ones are because we're always looking for some some good and fun rides. And um, you know, keep it keep it up. Uh, 50,000 let us know how that goal is going keep pedaling right on hey we've come to the end of another edition of the just goodbye podcast appreciate you tuning in each and every week and uh, we've been having a lot of fun doing this. Uh, get to talk to some great people, get to talk to cycling. What's wrong with that? And uh, it's springtime, so uh, we're actually able to bike and talk about biking without getting all bundled up so much. So, And, um, you know, if, if you're not subscribed to this podcast, make sure you go out and subscribe to it. It's a really cool podcast, and you can get it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, soundcloud uh you know there's a whole host of them um so and of course couldn't do this podcast without some amazing sponsors mark who are those sponsors if if you're looking for bike gear bicycles rag bright charter mechanics and service uh one of the best women's clothing selections in in iowa uh look no further than bikes to you in grinnell iowa uh, looking for a great place to ride? Come visit Think Iowa City and its curious surrounding communities. Home to Big Grove and the Jingle Cross World Cup. Finally, custom bike jerseys, shorts, apparel. Look no further than Primal Wear out of Denver, Colorado. Yeah, those are some amazing, amazing sponsors. So uh, I'm going to see the folks from Primal pretty soon. Heading over to New York to do Bike New York. Real excited about that. Uh, you got any bike trips coming up, Mark? Anything on you the know, horizon? Nothing, yeah. nothing planned. Uh, a little trip out to uh, uh, Tempe, but I think that's just going to be a B-cycle trip. Otherwise, okay. uh, yeah, nothing nothing big planned. Nothing wrong with that. I've, I've actually huh. got to go to uh, D.C. before that. I've got uh, my niece's wedding. So I'm going to hit a couple of our nation's biggest cities, obviously the nation's capital, and then than the city and so um you know hopefully i can get you know i'm gonna get 40 miles in at least in in new york city which will be kind of kind of exciting um but uh, i don't know if i'll get any riding in when i'm over in um over in dc area so well cool sure well uh any words of wisdom to leave our astute listeners with mark hand signals uh you're better when you're predictable so make sure that when you're on the road Hand signals. In Iowa, you can only use your left arm to signal a right turn. I know that seems counterintuitive, but uh, familiarize yourself with those things because they are important uh, to making sure you stay safe. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net.
The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.